What do we have here? It's a 2013 Ferrari 458 Italia. It's in red. It has a wrap on the top, a black map. Beautiful. This is a stunning car. It's always been a looker. Come on in and let's have an adventure with each other. Good morning, everyone. Today, we are in sunning a little old school, not too old school, but you know what? It's a bit classic, it's beautiful. We are in a 2013 Ferrari 458 and we wanna drive it because we wanna figure out with all the insanity going on with car prices, especially with how Porsche is charging like $120,000 over markup on a brand new uh, 2022 GT3, if it's, if it's really worth going after the newer is better mentality or not. While we uh, adjust our seats here, um, as I said, this is the 2013 458. Should have about 561 horsepower. Engine sounds beautiful. It's the last of a dying breed. This is the last naturally aspirated V8 Ferrari ever made. And we shall now for a drive so this car has a little feature known for its you know bad roads in LA for the bumpy setting we are going to see how it feels now in the past on some of the cars it um it actually made the car feel more funny so it would wobble a lot um, especially with the LA roads. So sometimes it's actually better to keep the car in the normal suspension setting. And it'll be interesting to see how this one does in um, on our beautiful Los Angeles roads. Here we go. And off we go, first off the bat. Oh. I think I just wet my pants. I haven't heard a car like that in a while. Okay. Oh my God. We are right now in the race setting. I think for long cruises, if you're driving, you know, long distance, um, I would probably recommend keeping it in the sport setting. Uh, this is especially going to be a little bit more compliant. Uh, the shifts are going to feel a lot smoother. And also, you won't get some of that droning effect going on with the engine. Um, I mean, it sounds orgasmic, but um, having said that, you know, when you're driving for a while, here we go, spinning the wheels. I mean, this car has so much torque surge um, that when you do drive, um, like when you're driving normally, it, it, it just it has so much torque that it feels like there's a horse kicking you in the back of the head, you know, constantly. And it, it forces you to just go up the gear, especially in race mode. That's why in sport mode, I think you're cruising downtown, the sport setting will be the better setting in my opinion. Um, some initial thoughts. I love the way this car delivers power. I mean, every year has just so much torque 
it's just easy to fly off the line. The interior is just Italian magnificent. Transmission is phenomenal. Uh, you know, most of the newer cars, the paddles, they move with the steering wheel. So this is very Italian-esque. Paddles do not move with the steering wheel. They stay in place. Um, it creates a little bit of, I don't know how to put it. There's a little bit of like, let's say, confusion. Um, because sometimes when you're turning, for example, I can see an issue come pop, you know, occurring at the track where you're trying to turn and you know you're trying to find the right gear as you exit, and you know your your paddles aren't aren't technically moving with you, you know. Um, but the car, super super fun so far. We're gonna try to do something a little a little fun here. Give me a minute. Bear with us. I just want to pull over real quick. But yeah, the, the paddles don't move with you, so it, it feels, you know, it can, if you're used to the paddles moving, having one that's stationary, you got to get a little bit used to it because it is nice that when you turn, you can feel the paddles moving and you can shift into gear a little bit easier. So you got to get a little acquainted with it. But overall, we love how, we love how this engine just is it, it, it is a masterpiece as of right now it's kind of hard to be like hey I should go spend three hundred thousand dollars on a GT3 you know I know the car is gonna be magnificent at the track but there's got to be something a little bit more special to a car other than just performance figures it's got to have a little some character it's got to have some soul it's got to have a little bit of sexiness to it in our opinion so we're gonna do a little launch here. Woo! Wow! Did a bit of a launch. That was uh, quite fun. Um, loved how that went. Overall feedback so far, in opinions, I miss cars like this. I miss the rawness, I miss the, the insanity. I miss how, you know, the cars got like, it feels like you're on a horse who just had some hot mustard put up its ass and it's just going. Like, it is kicking you, it is going, you know, balls to the wall. This car probably has one of the best steering systems I've ever felt. And especially with all the new modern cars, I mean, this steering is very precise. It's very light. It's got that Ferrari just super, super just responsive steering. It is just so precise. It's like a Patriot, it's like a cruise missile. Um, the moment you turn it, I mean, at times cars in general have very, very light steering and they're very, very sharp. But I mean, the moment you turn, I mean, the car just angles and darts. So when you do drive this car, um, be careful with your steering inputs, especially if you're going to the track, you know, and if you're driving spiritually through the canyons, um, just realize that the car will turn in quite aggressively. So you don't want to be a nimrod and overturn yourself and potentially, you know, spin because you're having your steering wheel turned and then you're hitting the accelerator. Um, now, in addition to that, what other things do we like? 
the brakes are good. Um, not as grippy as I would like, um, but the, great, the, the brakes are good. We, what I really value in this car is just the refinement. As I sit in this, and having seen 992 GT3s, which I think are phenomenal cars, but when they want 120 over sticker, you have to ask yourself, is it worth paying that much? I mean, this car, yeah, it's about 10 years old right now. But to me, there's a little, there's more joy driving this because of all the noises, the way the transmission just kicks you in the back of the head. Now, I know in the Porsche, the PDK is phenomenal because it's so smooth, but I kind of like the psychotic behavior of what's going on there. Um, it, it, it just, the elegance of the Italian craftsmanship to me has just always been, it's always just been one of the best. It, the, the Italians have a way of making cars and building them where it's just like their suits. They just feel really good, you know? They, they give you a sense of class and luxury, just aesthetic appeal that you don't really see um, from, other, from, from other brands. And they do that same with their cars. It's just, they just feel so damn good, you know? Who cares if you're not doing them six minutes and 58 seconds, you know, at the Nürburgring? Like, I think for most tracks in the United States, I think this car, because of the way the power delivers, like, you still might be faster than a, than a, you know, 992 GT3. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm just saying it is, it feels so quick without putting an actual time watch to the situation and comparing, let's say this and a 997, sorry, comparing this car to a 991 GT3 or GT3 hours and a 992 GT3, without having a specific watch to, to, to time everything, this car feels more, uh, it just feels much quicker. Um, and that sensation is very important. All the noises going off, the, 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 the feeling you get through the steering wheel, through, through, the, through your actual butt, you know, through the seat, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of just great sensation here and it feels much faster than what it really is and it might be faster than a 991 and a 992 gt3 but fast isn't everything you know sometimes you, you want some elegance sometimes you want for example something that gives you an extra bit of feel, it gives you a little bit more passion, it gives you a little bit more charisma. And the thing is, is with a lot of cars being made today, fast is everywhere. Just about anything can do zero to 16, three seconds or 2.8 seconds. We're, we're hitting the limits of physics as to what fast is in terms of the zero to 60 world. But is that all we're gonna base our metrics on? It's kind of like if you're trying to go out with a woman, right? If your sole metric is speed, Right, it would be the equivalent of saying I only want to date women who have 34 double D's. At some point, it it just becomes a little banal. You need to have a little bit more substance. You need to have a little bit more character. And I think where we are in the world, especially because there's a lot of electrification going on, and we really don't know if that's going to be the sole answer. That will be a separate topic for for a different day. We don't think that should be the only solution because it's not going to really solve anything. It'll probably make things much worse. But 
as cars have become ridiculously fast, and EV cars are ridiculously fast, what we see with EV cars is where they are fast, they lack in everything else. The feeling, the vibrations, the sensation, the soul, you know, all these things are lacking in an EV car. They're great cars. We have a Porsche Taycan Turbo, phenomenal car, but at the end of the day, there's something still more enjoyable about driving, for example, an F80 M3 compact that's in manual. There's a lot more joy to it. There's a lot more, you know, just driver involvement, engagement. I mean, if, if, if you don't want to drive your car and all you care about is like autopilot, which doesn't really exist, but let's say that's all you care about, well, honestly, why buy a car? Just hire a chauffeur, make the economy better, you know? But if you've been to Europe, and you understand that driving there is a joy. People love driving. They're not like a bunch of, you know, zombies out here like in California who, you know, they're half the time sending, you know, photos of their hoo-ha to people on the internet. And the other half the time they're trying to have a live, you know, TikTok stream on, you know, in the fast lane on the freeway. Like, so when you drive in those countries, people love driving. And I think for our European and Asian counterparts, this is a phenomenal car. I would choose this car and I would thoroughly enjoy it. You don't even need to really take it to track. I mean, if you can do it, I highly recommend that because you're gonna really see just the full potential and exploits of a vehicle like this. And I think whether you wanna track this car in America or Europe, um, my only recommendation, okay? My only, only recommendation is um, I don't like the dampers that much on this car. I, I think, I think they are, sorry for all the noises because it's speaking to us. While the dampers are good, I just feel that, you know, if if you get an MCS, for example, like a three-way from Raceworks, you're gonna really enjoy that car because it's gonna make it a lot more smoother. It's gonna make it a lot more, you know, enjoyable. It's gonna make it much easier to drive, which is very, very important. So as we try to wrap this up, the question of, is newer always better? Absolutely not. This car, I think, is probably one of the last greatest Ferraris ever made. And I know the, the 488 and the F8 are significantly faster, but speed is only one metric, right? We have to look at the fact that cars need to have some connection with you. They have to, the vibration you feel through the bottom of your ass, through the seat, has to tell you what's going on with the car. The steering has to be light, communicative. It has to be able to tell you that as you turn, what's going on with those front wheels. And that's something that a lot of cars lack today. The engine noise is just orgasmic. Every time you flip through the gears, it's it's like you're climaxing over and over and over again. It is, it is a true joy. It is a true luxury. And we've hit a point in life where newer is not better because this to me is a phenomenal car. It is so phenomenal that that GM, when they made the C8 Corvette, some of the cars they used to benchmark and prototype with uh, for the C8 were the 997 GT3, the 991, I believe, GT3 as well, the 911 Turbo, and the 458. The 458 was actually their biggest benchmark. They had an F8, they didn't like it. They said the GM engineers have said the 458 
was one of the best mid-engine cars ever made and they wanted their C8 to emulate that. So it shows you how damn good of a platform Ferrari made with this car. It's very equivalent to, let's say, well, in, for example, in newer Porsches, they are much faster. There is a feel and sensation to the 997. For those of us who had it and driven it, that you just don't get in the 991s and the 992s. Those cars are phenomenal. They're significantly, from a performance metric, better. But from a driving perspective, that becomes harder and harder to, to determine as we move forward. I think for the future, cars like this will be gems. They'll be like a classic Rolex in that regard where, where people value them because of the fact that the engine noise and the way they are made and the way they communicate with you are just so special. So if you're looking for a new car and your dealer, doesn't matter what brand it is, is trying to shaft you, I would try to look into a 4580 Talia. You won't be disappointed. Leather, phenomenal. Steering, phenomenal. Driving, one of the best experiences you'll ever have. And it'll be something you enjoy driving late at night, early in the morning, or whenever there's no traffic. And for those of you in California, you have to judge wisely. But for those of you who live outside of California, in the United States, in Europe, and Asia, you have proper driving times. It is a car that will truly bring a lot of joy to your life. It'll make you smile. And as I said, if you do want to go tracking, a couple things to consider. I'd probably upgrade the braking systems. Probably go with an AP, hit up Raceworks, so you can find them on, on uh, Instagram. Um, it'll give you just a better braking bite and a better braking sensation, a more consistent feel. Even though this car is carpet ceramics, I would just recommend it for those of you who want to do heavy use tracking. And if you, and also, uh, I would change out the dampers, get an MCS system, three-way. It's gonna make the car more comfortable. Um, for the road, maybe keep everything stock. If you live in California, I would probably still look into an MCS just because I I think the car, having driven MCS three ways on Porsches and on my BMW uh, F80, um, the MCS is just a lot more compliant and makes going over bumps a lot easier, which is very important for your overall driving experience. We hope you enjoyed that episode and we hope you enjoyed this uh, this experience with us and this phenomenal car and if you have one enjoy it hang on to it keep it and we look forward to seeing you guys soon thank you very much